shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Praise the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you praise for this morning. Thank you for everything you're doing in our lives. Uh, thank you for this opportunity again to come and learn of, at your feet. We bless your holy name. All adoration be unto you, my Father. We thank you. We welcome you in this place today. Uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I sit? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be here again this morning. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. We're going to open our Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 15. Uh, sorry, Ephesians chapter 4. <laughs> Where did Ephesians read 15? <laughs> did I write the book of Ephesians? I, maybe I, if I wrote it, maybe I extended it to 15. Eh? Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to be taking a look at I mean, it was like this place that we're at in. I like the place, though. Uh, as I was strolling in this morning, I saw on the bookshelf there, they now put free books. And if you're looking at the books, Kenneth Higgin, Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, ah, I was like, we can be, <laughs> but we can we will be nice. So uh, I, I give everybody, you can take a book as you're when we're going out. Uh, one of the Higgins books or the Copeland's books, they say it's free books, so they actually want us to take it. So you bought, um, maybe you can take it. When you're done reading it, you can bring it back on, an, on another Saturday so somebody else can take it as well. But I, there's so much resources. Uh, when I first met the pastor of this church, uh, we were trying to talk about using this place. And we just began to talk. And I found out that this man is, is a Higgins boy. And is a Copland son as well. Uh, as you see, most of the magazines they have out there is from Kenneth Copland. And so I met the wife as well. I was like, I feel so much at home here. So uh, I can safely say welcome home. I feel so comfortable in this place. Um, uh, they are brothers and sisters. In fact, the foundation of where we, what we preach came from them. Uh, amen. Uh, the pastor here, his name is Pastor Doug. He has actually ministered at the Rema Bible School before uh, uh, in, in Africa, I believe in Ghana. Um, he has been to Africa many times. He knows uh, T.L. Osborne's daughter. In fact, the reason why we couldn't be here last Saturday was because she was ministering here by live stream. Uh, uh, because they, she, he supports uh, some of their crusades that uh, uh, they do. So um, it's a it's a privilege. It's a good a privilege. It's God that made this door open. Uh, obviously, we won't have been looking at a place like this if not for the restrictions. But somewhere, what the enemy planned for evil, uh, what did God do? God turned it around for our good, and brought us to safety and brought us to a home uh, where the doctrine is the foundation of their doctrine is our foundation. Amen. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. So I would encourage us to, uh, maybe those online, as you begin to 
uh, come for meetings as well. I encourage us to take a book. I really actually strongly encourage it. Uh, amen. Select a book and take it home and go and read. And then uh, when you are done, you can bring it back whenever you are done. Because it's actually, you can take it and it can be yours. But I just say, let's not overtake advantage of the uh, resource. And so you can take a book and go and study one of the Higgins books or Copeland's books or Jesse Duplantis books and uh, return them whenever you are done. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be here again. It's good to see you all. Uh, Sister Indira, it's good to see you. It's so lovely to see you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I trust uh, you and the family is doing very well, Mr. and Mrs. Archer and the, the children. Uh, we love you so much. Uh, thank you for being here. Amen. And all my friends and my people. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So uh, I said Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to start there. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I don't know about anybody else, but I am so, what's the word, stoked, excited concerning this year, 2021. I have never been as excited about a year as this year has, has been. Um, uh, I, I believe starting from uh, the flow of December, I believe our worship nights, then uh, the School of the Spirit as well, was it was such a blast, and I it was I was like it's almost like I'm beginning to see things crystal clear. I don't know if I'm communicating crystal clear. One of the this what stood out, and what I mean, I believe has stood out for all of us uh, from SOS was stones, not so. By laying Zion for a foundation, a stone, tried stone. It's like almost like you know when the Bible will say, uh, 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 write the vision and make it plain. That there we see them can run by. That's the vision. There's nothing else we are doing, to be honest. Amen? If you're a grass, my intention is to make you a stone. If you're a stone, my intention is to make you a tried stone. <laughs> if you're a tried stone, my intention is to make you a precious cornerstone. If you're a precious cornerstone, my intention is to make you a sure foundation. That's it. There's nothing else we are doing again. Uh, if the day I'm doing anything else, I, I give you permission to caution me. I like communicating. <laughs> this, that's the way. Uh, as we made, it has been made bare before us. It has been made clear before us. And that's what gives me so much excitement concerning this year. Praise the name of the Lord. I know in the physical there may be some challenges. You know, in terms of, uh, you know, world that's going on, coronavirus, so challenges, health challenges. Uh, we're going to be doing some prayers. Like I said in last uh, Life Feast, um, the hour of prayer is going to be like an hour of prayer from 6 to 7 before ministration in Life Feast, where we're going to be praying for ourselves. And we're going to be praying all manners of prayers for even our bodies, uh, you know, for healing, for health, for protection, divine protection, for supply of our needs. These are all scriptural. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, that the Lord God shall supply what? All our needs. All, not some. All our needs according to what? His riches in glory. So we are going to be praying for ourselves this year. Amen. We are going to be praying for ourselves. It's one of the things I also picked up in SOS. And I have known it, but it became more crystal, crystal clear to me that 
you don't, even though you are in Zion, learning faith of the Son of God, you don't drop faith towards God. That's so. There was one thing that our daddy mentioned. Yes? Oh, you are not hearing me. Oh, praise God. Ah, maybe we need to increase the volume. Oh, because of live stream too. Okay, let me increase the volume. Amen. Praise God. So it was one of the other things I also picked up clearly from School of the Spirit was that there is faith towards God in faith of the Son of God. And so, so we have to also begin to revisit some of those prayers for our needs. Amen. Prayers for, you know, breakthrough, on, uh, maybe financially for some of us. Uh, prayers for health, good health in our lives. Um, and so we're going to be slating out our, the first hour of life feast for that, where we're going to be praying for ourselves this year. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we continue for today? I believe God wants to bless us. So still in line of making us stony. And uh, last Saturday, I don't know if somebody can give us a recap of what I, I taught last Saturday. Anybody? Yes, we're continuing from that flow. What some of the things that were mentioned last Saturday? Last Saturday, a lot was said last Saturday. Cinema, I see you are... I, I guess maybe you are preparing to answer the question. Uh-huh, okay. All right, come on, take the mic. Yes. Yes, because your journey or your path is different. 
Yes. Sisters, I, I, I said a lot. That's part of it. Last last Saturday, I said a lot, a lot. Amen. Um, you also, I think you also used the analogy to point the time to explain the outside part of both places and the place. Okay. Giving the analogy of um, points that we gave in mind. Yes. Yes. Yes, the upper room. Okay. So um, one thing I understood um, in the outer court is um, that's why also you kind of learn the concern of the Lord. Yes. To the gift of the temple. Yes. 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 You kind of study who the gift man might be. Chambers, the journey into the chamber. That's awesome. Okay, thank you. Uh, amen. That's awesome. So, very clearly now. Amen. Uh, last week we spent a lot of time in First Peter chapter two, where he began to talk about. Is there? He says from the beginning, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the world, that you may grow thereby. And it connected the sincere milk to tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. That's verse 3. That the Lord is gracious. So it means that in milk there is sweetness. That initial sweetness of provision. Amen. In milk. Which we call faith towards God. Amen. Where God is, it seems like he's double-double. You get me? Providing um, offer. Anything you want, just like you give a baby milk all the time, they ask. Amen. 
And then later, in that same first Peter chapter 2, you will now see in, from verse 4, Peter now began to talk about being a stone. In fact, most of SOS, School of the Spirit, was zeroed in on first Peter chapter 2. But so I so last week we went back to the beginning of the chapter to show that is a before you before you come into being a stone, amen. You don't just get born again and are a stone. Amen. So as newborn babes, you first desire the sincere milk of the world. And Peter made it complete in that in that chapter. So actually we followed the train of thought of Peter in that chapter. From faith towards God, being outside the house. Amen. Being outside the house. So that was the reason the illustration Jenny brought up about me saying about being, you know, like back home we have gift men. That's what the, what the, how your father relates with you in your house is different from how your father relates with the gift man. Actually, your father pays the gift man more money on a monthly basis than you. But who is the son? Who is the daughter? Is you. The father, your father may give you a monthly stipend or a monthly allowance. But most times that monthly allowance will be less than the monthly salary of the gift man. Not so. But you have so many other, you get me, so many other provisions inside the house that the person outside who is at the gate does not have. Does that make sense? The person outside who is at the gate does not have. Amen. So that was, you see, that was a lot of the, we began to, we really spent some time in the milk of the world last week to, to introduce into meat. That you start with the milk, amen, sincerely, begin to desire the sincere milk, you will go thereby, then you now begin to go into becoming a stone. And so, how Peter, Peter first explained this, was Peter was showing an example, who is who? Jesus Christ. That was verse 4 of 1 Peter chapter 2. He used Jesus Christ as an example who Jesus Christ too was coming to God. He said, Who coming unto him as, as a lively stone? You can see it for yourself. He said, Who coming unto him as a lively stone? So Jesus, and then we saw 1 John chapter 2 that confirmed it, that Jesus walked. He says that if you claim, anyone who claims that he abided in him, that's first John chapter 2, verse 6. Amen. That's first John chapter 2, verse 6. It says, anyone who claims that he abided in him to ought to walk also, walk also, meaning journey also as Jesus journeyed, as Jesus walked. That's all. So that's what Peter now said. Peter now used verse 4 and 5. That first Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5 is so important. Why? Because it confirms to you your calling. Amen. Can somebody help me, you know, go there and read? First Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. First Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. <laughs> to whom come in as unto a lively stone, yes. is allowed indeed of men, mm-hmm. but chosen of God, but chosen of and God. precious. And precious. So this allowed a little of men, mean that was a trial. That was him becoming a trial stone. Mm-hmm. That's so. This allowed a little of men. So one of the one of the evidences you are becoming a trial stone is that if it is allowed of men, meaning men will react to you differently. Why? Because you are different. You are changing. Am I communicating? It's one of the evidences of being a trial stone. So 
They say Jesus coming to God, he was first a stone, a lightning stone. Then he was he was disallowed of men, became a Christ stone, and then finally he became what? Precious, a precious cornerstone. Jesus actually is not just precious cornerstone, he's the chief. In addition, you can be a precious cornerstone, but there's only there's one chief. They call him the chief cornerstone. He's the chief amongst the precious stones. Am I like communicating? Does that make sense? Now read verse 5. Verse 5 now gives you the calling. Now so it's not just it's not just for Jesus. Am I like communicating? This part is not just for Jesus, but it's also for what? It's also for you. Jenny, help me read. Verse 5. So first, they describe the path of Jesus, and I'll say you also. They connected you with Jesus' path. They tied your loins. They tied your path. They tied your journey. Amen. They, in fact, it's like they, they swear for you. <laughs> they tied your destiny with Jesus. <laughs> Amen. That's what I swear for you. So just find yourself. You have to be. If you want to make it in life, according to God's order, if you want to make it in life, according to God's order, you must follow what Jesus followed. That same path. You also, meaning also, meaning in addition to what I just explained concerning what Jesus did. Meaning you also, you need, as lively stones, you need to begin to come to God. And then, obviously, it's allowed of men. Trial. And then what will happen to you finally is that you become a precious cornerstone. So anybody who says that this path is not for them, Satan has lied to you. Excuse me, I'm just telling you the truth. If any of you are hearing these things, maybe you're hearing me wrong, like you've been hearing us, and you're thinking maybe this thing is not for me, it's a bit too, you know, far-fetched, it's a bit too this and that, and you are doubting it. Let me tell you, that doubt is Satan. Amen. It's Satan. Because you also as lively stones. Amen. The moment, what, why lively stones? It means you are hearing life. And who is life? Christ. The moment you begin to hear the doctrine of Christ, you are already hearing life. Life is coming to you. You are becoming lively as a result of what you are hearing. Amen. So, uh, this is your future. Amen. Am I communicating? I'm not swearing for you, but you know, this is your future. <laughs> Amen. Why? Because it's not me that said this. The Bible says that this is our path. And there's no two paths. This is there's one path. And this is the path. So it means that this is your future. Amen. And if you reject this future, we don't have another path for you. Amen. Not so. God doesn't have another provision. Do you get me? You know, uh, people like options. And maybe if you don't use this road, do you get me? Like, let's say if you want to go to Calvary, if you don't use, maybe you just vex. I don't want to, I don't just like QE2. I don't like highway, that highway too. I want to find another way to Calvary. Tell me, is there another way to Calgary? I don't know. There probably is, but it may be like seven hours. Do you get me? <laughs> but in God's own, there's only one, one highway. One, there's just, just, there's no that, there's nothing he can, you know, it's, 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 there's nothing else he can do. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So, it's the reason why, you know, as somebody was praying, that we need to take this thing seriously and have discipline in this part. 
Praise the name of the Lord. What's the discipline? The discipline is that I made up my mind to go God's way for the rest of my life. I made up my mind to go God's way for the rest of my life. Now, who is God's way? When we, you know, many people sing this song. They don't even know. They just think, you know, just we believe in Jesus. No, no. God's way is Jesus Christ. Meaning, you have to come under the teaching of that man. That's the way. Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no what? You have no part in me. God tied, God tied inheritance to that body called Jesus. I don't know if I'm here. I'm if I'm speaking. God sold blessing to that body, to that flesh called Jesus. God sold blessing. God sold your inheritance to what? To that body called Jesus Christ. So we have to learn the information in that blood, in that flesh, and in that blood. Amen? To what? To inherit, to get to where the end of where God wants us to get us to, which is the kingdom of God and of Christ. Am I communicating? Amen. Are we blessed? Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, those are the back. Maybe stay here so that my sound can reach you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So, Peter, I love how Peter just did it. Peter just made the way straight. And Peter started from the beginning, milk. So that you will not be like, okay, I'm born again, so I'm a stone. No, when you are born again, you are still grass. Mm-hmm. Am I communicating? So he started with grass. He said, as newborn babes, meaning as grass, desire the sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby. Amen? So that you will not become a stone or have affinity for stone nature. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, ask me, who is a stone? A stone is a man who has drank living waters. Amen? It was the latter end of the message last Saturday. I will explain. In every rock, in every mountain, inside there are waters. In fact, what binds the sand to keep the what binds each component of sand to sand and makes it glue together is water. Amen. Rock formation. If you study geography. Not so. Rock formation is water. So it means that the 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 it means that the foundation of a stone or the contents in the in a stone is what? Is the waters, the living waters which is here. But this living water is not just water like we know water. This living water has something inside it too. It has some, some elements inside it. It has some, the word I use, it has some crystalline elements inside it. Meaning it's almost like metallic to somewhere. Meaning the thing can congeal, it can form something. 
when they refer to the pure river of water of life, they call it the pure river of water of life, clear as crystal. It's almost crystalline. It's almost like, it means if, if you let that water dry, it will form a clear crystal. It will form a stone, a crystal stone. It's the nature of the water. I don't know if I'm communicating. What am I saying is that the secret of becoming a stone is what? Is the living water. What makes you a stone is what? Is the living water which you are hearing. Meaning the Christ that you are hearing. Amen. This is the recap of last week. So, really, when it says, for I, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, what it really means is that once you enter the sanctuary, you enter Zion, you know, the first thing you will see, are we together in the house, please? The first thing you will see is what? A fountain of, another word, a well of living waters. Do you hear me? A what? A well of living waters. Now, you know that a well is made up of cement, rock. But inside it, it contains waters. Amen? So the first thing that you will see when you enter Zion is that you will see a preacher who has waters inside him that made him rock formation, that made him a stone. I don't know if I'm communicating. You will see a fountain of living water. Am I communicating? That made him what? A stone. I want to see a scripture quickly, Jeremiah chapter 1. That this concept is even in the, in the Old Testament. saying something about maybe it's, is it chapter 3 Israel's transgressions against God Israel yes chapter 2 chapter 2 verse 13 chapter 2 Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13 Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13 Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13 Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 13, two, verse 13. it says for my people have committed two evils. Amen. For my people have committed two evils. The first one, they are forsaking me. Who am I? The fountain of living waters. Amen. It is for they are forsaking me, the fountain of living waters. And what did they do? They hewed them out systems. They went to go and make their own fountain. <laughs> their own systems. And these systems, they call them broken systems that can hold no water. So they were not stony. Broken systems that can hold no water. So first of all, they forsook the stone. Amen. The fountain of living waters. Then they now went to go on, and it's happening again in the end times. What will men do? The Bible says in the latter days, men will go and find, bring out for themselves preachers who will tell them what they want to hear. Not so? 
with the, what, what their itching ears want to hear. And they, they, maybe they built for themselves other fountains, other preachers that will tell them what they want to hear, that hold their broken systems, that hold no water. Now, many of us know that these prophets, some of these prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, they were prophets of the holy place. Some of us will understand, I won't go into those details, but daddy men thought about that in school of the spirit. By their, by their stature, by the, we can tell from their, some of the encounters they had, like Isaiah, he was in the temple, not so, and he saw the Lord. He saw the Lord of hosts. That's the Lord of seraphims. He was in the holy place. Jeremiah was another sort like that, who was the prophet of the sanctuary, the prophet of the holy place. So it means that in the holy place is where you will encounter fountain of living waters. You begin to encounter fountains on Mount Zion in the holy place. Just stay with me, oh, please. Amen. I hope I'm not losing anybody. Amen. So it's very, it, I always say it's very clear that when you get born again, you don't just enter the holy place. You get born again without. Then they will now teach you faith towards God. Do you get me? That you serve a living God. They will teach you how to comport yourself in the house of God. And you're not communicating. You will go through some of those processes. As you are going through some of those processes, you are entering the courts. Am I communicating? You are entering what? The courts. So which we call the outer courts. To be honest, you don't just won't get born again to the outer courts. You get born again to the camp. And then you have to go through process. The process of the washing of the filth of your body. Amen. Is this thing still on? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that we can like use some batteries instead. I have some extra batteries in here. Can help me change it. Explaining the outer court into the holy place. Not so. The outer court into the holy place. That when you get born again, it will take a process, the washing of the filth of your body. Amen. That's what that's the reason for local church, really. Local church assists you on how to do you get me? Come into the outer court. How to comport yourself in the outer court. Things about how to relate with God in the outer court. How to be able to trust God, hope on God, trust God for healing, trust God for provision. Before you were trusting yourself also. So they would, the training is how to now begin to trust God. That's the operation of milk. Amen? That's the operation of milk. Now, not every place do they preach sincere milk. But milk, milk, whatever it is, is partly milk. Amen? Uh, but the operation of milk, the intention of milk is to, praise God, is back. The intention of milk is to get you 
to get you ready for interest in with journeying with God. Amen. So, what's the what's how they how do they pick your interest? How do they pick your interest in the altar court? How do they pick your interest in the altar court? Is by making you to taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Because before you were born again, you were never trusting in God. You were trusting in yourself. You were trusting in your family. You were trusting in your parents. So the exercise of milk. Hear me, everyone. The exercise of milk is a training of how to begin to learn how to trust in somebody whom you do not see. Before, you put all your trust in people you can see. Your father, your mother, your professor, your teachers. Am I complicating? This world, the government. Now, when you get born again, they'll bring you under a training for you to test and see that a spirit that you do not see is good. So for the first time in your life, amen, for the first time in your life, you begin to practice how to trust the unseen. The first time in your life. That's what faith towards God engineers in our lives. Are, are, are you hearing me? That's what faith towards God engineers in our life. For the first time in your life, you begin to trust somebody that you do not see. Ah, is that not a great miracle? You begin to learn to trust somebody that you not see. Why? Because that the, the, they know that the rest of the journey is long. And if you do not know how to trust somebody you not see now, if they open the sanctuary for you, you run away. <laughs> because the, that journey, the journey of climbing Mount Zion is a, is a, is a tedious journey. It's a journey of work out your salvation in what? In fear and trembling. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So it's, a, it's, it's an engineering. That faith towards God is an engineering to engineer the soul, your soul, on how to trust a God you have not seen. Because you will need that, you will need that practice in the holy place. You will need that practice in the process of becoming a stone. Why? Because in the holy place, one of the one of the greatest hear me in the holy place one of the greatest skill sets you have is to be still and know that he is God. You know what that means? Because a man will need to be still to be walked on. And so for a man to be have some kind of dimension of stillness, do you know what the stillness means? Trust. Trust. That will know, okay. What I actually wanted today has not come. But I am not, I am not, you know some people, when maybe what they, they want, they wanted today has not come. The whole enmity will know that somebody has a problem. They will be agitated. They will be calling everybody. Help me, help me, help me. My life is scattering. My life, you can see, their soul is anxious. And they are scattered. And they can't make a stone like that. Amen. You must have a dimension of trust of the unseen for you to, to have the, the stillness for them to walk on you to make you a stone, a tried stone, and then a what? A precious cornerstone. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Now, why am I revisiting these things again? The Bible says that if a man falls in the day of adversity, what happens to him? Why? Because his what? His strength is what? Is weak. Do you know what strength is? A man of knowledge does what? Excelleth in strength. And faith cometh by that knowledge. So, I'm re-emphasizing some of these foundations to restrengthen some of those foundations. Because I, 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 one of my prayers is that we don't lose any, even a single one of us. Amen? Even a single one of us. And if you, you know, there's one man, there's one man that when he gives prophecies for the year, I believe him. That is you. <laughs> when he gives prophecies for the year, I believe him. One of, his, one of his promises for this year is saying that this year will be a tough year. Not so. He told the pastors, he didn't actually put it, it wasn't the one he published. I believe it was Pastor Ayo that was sharing it in this thing, in the workers' meeting. He said, this year will be, I didn't know, in the watch night service, that this year will be a tough year, and I know. And that tough year doesn't mean in the spirit. For those who are joining the spirit, was it's going to be meant? It's going to be a blessing. It's going to be a glorious year. But in the body, do you hear me? In the flesh, it may be a bit of a tough year for some people. Amen. For many people, and that's why I say we are going to be praying. We are going to be praying for ourselves. It will not reach us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So it means that in the course of this year. There may be things that would get you, like Femi will say, 15 minutes message. <laughs> Maybe you just hear, I don't know, check out your life. You don't see, your life is not matching what they said in that 15 minutes. Before you know it, everything that we imagine, all the labor we've been teaching you for years, you can just drop it. And you just tell me we are not doing it again. Ah. And then, <laughs> if you want it, you don't want it. Don't want it. So all that we'll be saying for four, three, four years, in one day, you can just. Why? So, I'm giving you a secret now. If you are feeling adversity this year, if you are feeling pressure to drop Christ, what's the answer? More knowledge. Because it means that your strength is weak. It means that your strength is weak. Somewhere, I feel maybe Satan is getting tired of me. Because I made a vow. You know the vow I made. I said, anytime you try anything to disturb me, I'll make sure I use it as a platform to go, to be a lion, to pursue God with more might. So that every time Satan knows it's coming, he knows what's going to happen. 
After a while, he will now, you know, he's a wise guy. He will now calculate it. Because all he wants is that you don't go closer to God. So if he brings adversity and is causing this boy to go closer to God, he will be think twice before he brings the adversity. <laughs> Do you get it? I, I, if I'm looking for an excuse, I'm just, you know, sometimes, you know, like we pray and you need some ginger to pray. Uh, I'm looking for an excuse to get more hungry. I said, give me one. <laughs> eh? The guy is a wise guy. If he knows, now, think about it. It's just normal. If I know that, if I trouble Yebiye, Yebiye without God, what would I do? Okay. I would trouble her more. <laughs> he goes, is he working? <laughs> He's working. <laughs> the more I trouble her, the more she doubts God. I'll keep troubling. But if I know that if I trouble Yebiye, I will not hear the last of Christ for months. She'll be, she'll be listening to message day and night. She'll be praying more often. So by that, in the next time I want to drop, I won't just be throwing her anyhow. I'll have to plan it well. Because you don't just go. Because if you go, you can move, bring her to God. You don't enter God. You get it? So you have to plan the thing well. Okay, I will not just trouble her anyhow. I will, I will make sure I wait a little bit then plan it. You get it? He'll be more careful with you. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you know that's an attitude of a precious cornerstone? The attitude, do you know what, what makes them precious? The attitude that what shall separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? Meaning if demon comes, we'll go more into the Lord. Even if an angel comes hmm, and tries to separate me, what would, all, all he would do is to do what? Move me more into the Lord. Or anything created, any creature. If anything comes, is it if, if uh, another one is it if a peril comes, what would it do? It will push me more into the love of God. When you are like that, you are becoming precious. To become like that, most times you would have gone through some trials, meaning you have gone through the double mindedness, and you have decided that I have decided to follow this path and no turning back. And then you will not tell that devil that has been trying you. Try it again. You, in fact, you are just buying my jets. <laughs> Try it again. Just, just, try, just try it again. I will fly. I will jet more into God. That's a precious attitude. Amen. The precious attitude is that God is my everything. Amen? So anything, good or bad, for better or for worse, I am journeying to God. In better, I am journeying to God. If worse comes, I use it also, also as an energy, as a platform, as a launching pad, to do what? To journey to God. To push more to God. Am I blessing somebody this morning? To push more to God. So everything is to push me more to God. That's the attitude of a precious man. No turning back. You hear me? No turning back. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, So Ephesians chapter 4, right? From verse 11 I read. 
Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11. Glory to God. It says, And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers. Right? For what purpose? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So all the purpose is to build you up. Some of the dimensions of that, you see everything is in that ministry, in those fivefold ministry. Evangelist is what will get you born again. Am I communicating? Pastor is what will give, will give you milk of the world. Or should. Not so. Teach you milk of the world. Pastor and teachers, those that I mentioned, Sunday school. Uh, Sunday school, then pastor. They should give you what? Sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby. And if the pastor is really, really anointed by God and really has come into the world of righteousness, we also give you meat. Amen. You know, I love that new and living way church, this Sunday school. Have you noticed that they, they don't just teach only just meat. They, they visit everything. They will do a series on healing. They will do a series, a series on I don't know that it's a series of submitting leadings to the house. You know, they'll do all kinds of things. Oh, little, little, all those little, 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 gritty things. They're actually a church. You get it? <laughs> That's the work of a church. They actually visit every topic. That's what we call sincere milk of the world. Meaning milk that will push you to go up. Amen. Are we blessed? Yes, so, those fivefold ministry, they, they are all dimensions. Apostles are supposed to give meat. That's an apostle's job. If you are truly an apostle, hmm, you are supposed to give meat in due season. Or teachers. That's the work. Teachers, apostles. Sometimes, Teachers are under apostles in the sense of apostles are the ones who churn out doctrine. Teachers will hear the doctrine and teach it and make serve it as, you know, you know, apostles are the ones that will take the whole car, try and churn it out. Do you get me? Teachers will eat out of that car and they start serving the meat day by day to you. And then there's prophets, of course, to hear what God is saying for leading. Amen. So you see, the fivefold ministry is for this development. Milk to meat. Or milk of the world into the holy place. Outer court into the holy place. Amen. For you to begin to do what? For you to begin to become a stone. Hallelujah. A stone. And then after that. Okay. Uh, so a stone. And then after that, a what? A tried stone. And then finally, a precious cornerstone. Now, let's see, let's see this Ephesians chapter 4 more. Right, he has given some those fivefold ministry for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13, till we all come. Till we all come. Till we all come 
in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now this thing is, this thing is many in here. And they are actually, these statements here, these statements here are actually the, the whole cocoa, they get, the whole, they get the, the whole content in terms of what it would take, what will power you for perfection. When, when it says, see, we all come in the unity of the faith, it's actually referring to, see, we all come to that fullness of the faith, meaning the completion of it. That unity there means complete. Is when, imagine if, okay, for example now, if, if uh, Femi is, all he knows is faith towards God, all I know is faith of the Son of God, there's no unity. Are you seeing what the, what the unity means? We are both serving God, but our understanding of the service is different, so there's no unity. So the unity there is complete. But imagine if give us, both of us, five years. So after, in five years, maybe year two, Femi now comes to understand faith of the Son of God and now begins to make progress in it. Then me too, I now come to realize that, oh, let me not just forget faith towards God and say I'm just doing faith of the Son of God and all my life will just be trial. <laughs> Righteousness. 
You get me? And the main fame is only Kenehiki. You get only Kenehiki can complain, doesn't hear anything else. Pure milk. That's faith towards God. He's on his, uh, again, the faith of the Son of God. Not so. So, and that's why <laughs> those are that very, very parts. It's all, you know, try out. That's so. Whereas those, if you check those other hanging parts, you see that prosperity, their prospering life is, you know, life is kind of good. Amen. So, but a time will come. So they still somewhere, it's in, even though it's the same path somewhere in the spirit, but lack of understanding from two different areas is making it, is making it incomplete. Do you get me? So if eventually Femi breaks into the waters of world of righteousness, amen, and I break into the, I, I now come to realize I need to go and revisit some milk books again. That eventually we will land up in the same place yeah. where I have milk, he has milk, I also have meat, he also has meat. That's what we call what? The unity of what? Of the faith. Does everyone understand me? You can ask questions, though. I forgot to mention that. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. It's what, till we all come, that's till we all come to what? To the what? To the unity of the faith. And actually, what powers the coming to the unity of the faith is called what? The knowledge of who? The knowledge of the Son of God. Amen, somebody. It's called what? What I call it, dear The knowledge of the Son of God is what? Is, let, let me, the best way I can that comes to my mind is uh, electricity, power, power generation. The knowledge of the Son of God is the waters of Christ, not so, the knowledge of Christ. The waters of Christ. Am, are you hearing me? The knowledge of the Son of God is what? Is the waters of Christ, meaning the Word of God. Meaning the Word of God. Amen? Meaning what? The Word of God. The knowledge of the Son of God is the waters of Christ. Now, if I correlate it with where, we, where many of us come from in Nigeria, there are two rivers. What are their names? River Niger and River Benue. Am I communicating? That they damned. Not so? So they used the water from River Niger and River Benue. Maybe they did not dam it well. That's why we never have light. But <laughs> there's something wrong somewhere with that. But those two rivers are the flow of the waters. You know, why, why flow? Why is it the current of the waters that powers? It means living waters. Living waters, the life in the waters, the flow of the waters is supposed to power electricity generation. And that electricity, what's the intention of the electricity? To power the house and ye are that house. Am I communicating? Who is the house? You are that house being built up. The habitation of God, what? Through the Spirit. You are that house. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Amen. So, living waters 
Can, we, can I hear you say, living waters? Living waters is what should power your house. Am I communicating? Revelation of Christ, of that doctrine of Christ, is what should do what? Power your building, your house, you. That's what it means by the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Amen? Am I, 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 am I communicating? Living water should power your house unto what? Unto a perfect man. Meaning the completion of your building. It means that the fact that you heard living waters yesterday is not enough. You must continue. They ne- it never stops. The moment they shut down that dam, what will happen to all the power in the old country? It will shut down. It has to continue. It never ends. If you want to keep power in your house, you have to keep hearing living waters. It never ends. Amen. The moment they shut down that dam, Amen. From that river, Niger. What happened to the to the to the whole country? Everybody's life will go off. That's why Jesus will say concern to us in John chapter fifteen. What did he say to us? He said, "Without me, you can do what? Yeah. He says, "Without me, you can do what? If I'm not powering your house one day, just one day, life can go off. So, this investment of hearing is a what? It's an eternal investment. That's what I'm trying to say. This investment of hearing, hearing the knowledge of the Son of God, is a what? It's an eternal investment because it will power you onto a perfect man. Car. So, this is where you have, this is the warfare. You know, sometimes, you know, if Satan has lost, sometimes Satan will worry you. Drop this thing. Your life is not going the way you want it to go. Drop this thing. Do you get me? Drop it. Well, you will now, you will say, oh no, you can overcome that and say, no, this is my life. I love Jesus. I love Christ. If Satan has lost in that, then you will now, the next, the next warfare, you will now say, okay, uh, okay, since I, since I have lost, you will keep hearing this message. And I will say, but can you, can you just put a deadline to it? Okay, when will this thing finish? <laughs> you know, somewhere, somewhere secretly, any one of us wants a time where the thing will finish. Where, okay, I don't have to be all this struggle of coming to hear two hour message, all this thing. When will the thing finish? Why would I know everything so I can go my, on my own way? So I can go my way. That's it. That, are you hearing me today? That's the second. If Satan has lost in the sense that he knows that you like this message, and you continue hearing it. He will now go ahead of you and go and fight the other warfare. Amen. So, one of the secrets, actually the secret of eternal life, is coming into the understanding that this hearing will never end. Did you catch that? Coming into a peace in your heart. That's making peace with God, really. That righteousness unto peace I've been teaching. King of Salem, 
Not so. Melchizedek, first king of righteousness, then after that, king of peace. To make peace with God is to sit down. Say, God, this is it now. This is my place. This is, do you know what that means? It's to make peace with God, sit down and say, God, this is my resting place. You get me? This is my resting place. I am not moving anywhere again. That's peace. Am I communicating? That is what? That is peace. Think about it. It is actually a very simple concept. If I know that uh, you are here, and I know that you are not going anywhere, I will be relating with you. I will not be relating with you with some kind of fear that you may still come. Do you get me? It means that every time people that people that you know that whether they like it or not, they are with you. You can send them errands. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> I know it sounds, it sounds harsh. It's like you drop it. <laughs> you can send them around anyhow. But those people who are kind of new and know their heart is not stable, you be careful. When you, when you want to give an instruction, you see, you have to make sure. <laughs> you be careful on how you will be praying. That means they've not made peace yet. Amen. They have not made peace yet. <laughs> to make peace is that God knows, both you, God and you both know that you are here. You have made abode. You have tabernacled here. In hearing. Amen. In learning him. In the knowledge of who? In the knowledge of the Son of God. You have made your resting place in the hearing of who? Of the knowledge of the Son of God. Is then they cannot give you commandments. Real commandments. Because God knows you are not going anywhere. God cannot give you commandments of eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Now, it says, with, with, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, which powers you. Amen. Everybody say powers. Power. It powers you what? Unto a perfect man. Now, who is this perfect man? Unto the measure of who? Of the stature of who? Of the fullness of Christ. So a perfect man is a man who has come to fullness of Christ. Yea. I have my, my, my prayer for all these years that he will come to this fullness. You know, the episode of the Spirit was uh, fullness of Christ. And one thing I found in the Spirit, whenever we do that school of Spirit program, it channels the path of our year. It doesn't mean that we became full of Christ <laughs> in the school of the Spirit. Not so. We just heard the things that will power us. What, that's why it, a lot of the messages were long. Reverend was not just teaching for that week, as in for you just, just that day for you to get everything. Reverend was teaching, we called it archives. And remember the last day he said it? He told, he asked, it was, it was, I, we were laughing in the place. He asked us if we, have, if we had permission, you know, if we had permission to publish the tapes. And we were laughing like, ah, what are you saying? <laughs> Amen. But what was he saying that day? He was saying that what had happened in this program is actually archives of, of Christ, the fullness of Christ. That people need to release to it over and over. 
And you see why this year now, the direction of the message is also in this part. It's these things I'm teaching, what I've been saying. I'm fleshing it out and we'll do it over and over and over and over again. Thoroughly exercised unto every good work. My prayer to God this year is that at the end of the year, you'll eh, be, be a precious soul. I was like, you'll be a precious soul. That was my prayer. I don't have any other. And that's what I'm just looking for. Eh? Chifra, you'll be a precious cornerstone. Eh? That's my prayer for this year. For all of us, I want to begin to see the preciousness come out. It's going to be a beautiful thing. That's why I'm so excited about this year. I'm so what? Excited about this year. We'll be coming precious. Hear me? I say we are becoming what? Precious. God will grant us grace. God will grant us the fortitude. God will grant us the knowledge. God will continue to bless us with the waters of revelation to bring us into this precious state. I say all of you will become precious in the name of Jesus. And those listen to me online as well. The Lord will begin to make us. This is the year of precious cornerstones. Amen. It's a year of all. And when I mean precious cornerstones, it means they will also be stones. People who are stones. God was going to add people to us who will be stones, tried stones. But for some of us here, some of us, many of us here who are already here, who have already been here, I'm seeing, I'm seeing God making us precious. Amen. I'm seeing God making us precious. I am seeing God making us precious. I say, I am seeing God making us precious. And I believe now, amen, hear me? I believe now we all know the secret to becoming precious. What is the secret to becoming precious? Fullness. Not so? The fullness of who? Of Christ. Amen? What's the secret of becoming precious? What is it? The fullness of who? Of Christ. Hallelujah. And the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Is the what? Is the secret of becoming precious. Is the secret of becoming precious. Amen. Now, let us see um, the book of Colossians chapter 2. And then from there, we'll go to Isaiah chapter 28 before we begin to round up. This thing wants me to move closer out there. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, 
after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. And not after Christ. The original, and not after who? And not after Christ. And not after Christ. Now, verse 7 was saying, rooted and built up in him. In whom? In Christ. He says, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. So, it means you undergo the process of learning Christ for being rooted. Being rooted is for I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. Amen? Being rooted is this, that for I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. Being built up is the process of trial. Am I communicating? Because there's a resistance to your development, it's you. You already have an anti-development. That for you to be built up, you will have to obey the instructions of your building up, which is directly in contradiction to your natural direction of life. Amen. Which is in direct contradiction to your natural disposition of development, and your natural disposition of how to live life. And the last one is an established in the faith is what makes you precious. And all of these operations occur by the teaching of Christ. Then the, and whenever a man has come to fullness of Christ, there is one evidence you see. It's the next the last statement. Abounding daring with what? With thanks. With what? With thanksgiving. And it's not that you're making it up by nature. You will know that you have received blessing. As Pastor Mecca was teaching, Christ is blessing. If you don't have Christ, you're not blessed. So if a man has come into fullness of blessing, if you know, if you really have, by naturally you'll be thankful. That's the evidence. It will be a natural thing. Naturally, you'll be thankful. You may not have too much in your bank account. The reason why we are not fully thankful is because we have that problem. Because we are still connecting blessing with bank accounts. We still have a correlation in our head. We still have a connection of blessing with ephemeral things. Even though we know Christ is a blessing, I don't even communicate it. But somewhere inside our minds, we still feel that for the blessing to be complete, Christ will also have to bring us money, prosperity, and all these other issues of life. That's why the thankfulness has not been, is not full. It's not full yet. Amen. But what Pastor Rebecca said is this. Pastor said that Christ is the blessing. Not to, Christ is God, God's blessing. Am I complicating? Then what did he not say again? He said anything that is not Christ is what? Is not blessing. Those words are, are strong, are they not? Christ is blessing. Anything that is not Christ is what? Is not blessing. That's what Pastor Rebecca said. So if a man comes into a true understanding of that, when you have Christ and only Christ, you'll be thankful. You will not even care whether anything else is moving or not moving. So that's why he says, the fa- and the only day that you will come into that realization is when you have become precious. Meaning when you have come into the full Christ. Then that day you will now understand the blessing you are coming to. 
Am I okay? That day we understand that what I am a blessed man, I am blessed. It does not matter whether I have suits to wear or not. What why am I blessed? What I carry inside me makes me blessed. I'm not going to come here. Jesus will say, it's not what goes inside you. That's so, that makes you defile. But what comes out from you? So, the real source, the real cause, what Jesus will say, the thing that is really important is the content of the heart. What is inside you? And if what is inside you is Christ, you are blessed. And so, by nature, if you really understand that, you will check regardless of what is happening outside you. And that's why everywhere you go, when they are teaching, when they begin to explain Christ, Colossians chapter 3, when they put on Christ, began to explain the attributes of Christ, he ended up with tempting. Here again, when you have been established in faith, after being rooted and taught, after being rooted and built up and established, the last evidence that the abounding with tempting is the instance of your fullness. I don't know if I'm communicating. Abounding with thanksgiving is what? It's the instance of your words, of your food. And not that make it up and say, okay, we can say I should be thankful. So you now be forcing yourself to be thankful. They say abounding. Abounding means it. For it to be abounding, it's like overflow. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's like by nature. The thing is overflow because it's who you are. It's the insignia, it's the seal of fullness. Do you hear me? What did I say? It's the seal of fullness. By nature, you are thankful because you know you have been blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, hear me. Who did I say a full Christ is? and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. What, who is it? What, 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 do they, what do they pour into a full Christ? They say, for in him, hear me, for in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So what they pour into a full Christ is the Godhead. That one is not what we call sure foundation. So one leads to another. It's a full Christ that they pour God into. Amen. Not so? It's a full Christ that they pour what? God into. In Him dwelleth. In Him dwelleth. They filled him up with God. 
chapter. So let's go up to verse 2 and 3 quickly. We'll just finish it there. Round it there. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Chapter two verse 2 and 3. Uh, amen. That your heart might be comforted. Yes. Being knitted together in love. Yes. And unto all riches. Yes. On the full assurance of understanding. Yes. To the acknowledgement of the riches of God. Of God. Of the Father. Of the Father. And of Christ, and verse 3. In whom are he, he, all the treasures of all the treasure, all of them are hid in that Christ. That's why I say, in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So, if a precious source, a man who has got the fullness of Christ, is in such a stature, they begin to pour God into. They begin to pour sure foundations. Is that clear? Do you hear me? Exactly. They begin to pour God into a full Christ. So one leads to another. One leads to another. One leads to another. Let me begin to round up. One leads to another. One leads to another. Amen. 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 So uh, God wants us to become full Christ. Fullness. So that we can have them talking about God. Yeah, for you to see God. Not to say, blessed are the pure in heart. Who is the pure in heart? Whose heart is they form Christ? Say, my little children, who are traveling again till Christ be formed in your heart. So, Christ makes the heart pure. Then you can see that. Amen. Are we blessed? Hallelujah. Let's finish it up. Uh, Isaiah chapter 28. We'll stay there for the rest of the time. So now, uh, why am I saying all these things? As we go through our day-to-day life, I want us to be keeping in memory that we're not just hearing these things to hear, go home and then come and repeat this very you need to activate something in your day life. Am I doing a Christ today? You need to ask yourself that question every day. Am I doing Christ? What is Christ's instruction for me? Am I going to this day? What's the attribute of Christ for me this day? What's the 
For this 2021 is our target, is our goal for 2021. Precious, becoming more precious, becoming precious, becoming joining with God more as a result of the fullness of Christ that you are here. Amen. Did everyone hear that? Amen. Fullness of Christ, fullness of Christ, becoming more precious is our target. For this year, for 2021. Amen. Oh, yeah, you hear me? Right, Chipper, you hear me? Praise the name of the Lord. We, God, we want us to be precious. God, we have honor to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth that makes one precious. Remember? Until we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, what of the power? Unto a perfect man. So it's the will of God concerning you. It's the objective we have for our step for this year to ourselves. Fullness of Christ. We will do Christ. We will save Christ. We'll on a day by day basis. We're checking ourselves. You know, you can check yourself out. Maybe at time you just get to the bed and say, God, did I do Christ? Where, where did I miss it? Open my eyes to see where I missed something. I missed a, an opportunity. I missed an opportunity that was presented to me at my workplace, at my school, to be a Christ, to do what Christ would do. Did I forgive somebody to be like Was I the electric Was I forgiving Yourself. And let it be a daily, a daily exercise of checks. 
daily exercise of you checking yourself concerning am I becoming a Christ? Am I doing the Christ attributes? Am I behaving like a Christ? Am I executing this Christ nature? Am I being precious? That's just, that was something that you may say, why, why me? Why me? Why is it only me? The answer has to be for me. Why don't everybody, anybody come and apologize to me? And they are not becoming precious with you. So that's why it's you. Amen. Yeah, precious in it. Some, some of them, because to become precious, you must be under the water of the Father the Son of God. That's all. So if somebody who is maybe maybe a born again Christian but doesn't know all these things that we are saying offends you, you get me? That's an opportunity for you to become a Christ. Well, you get me? Forgive. Why you? Yes, you are being blessed. That's why. I mean, about no forgiveness is a blessing. Am I speaking to somebody today? Let me show you why it's a blessing. How many people can forgive? No. Even when you say I forgive you, you know you are not forgiving. Because of how you feel when you pass by the person. Or how you avoid the person. And so when something bad happens to the person, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you are actually, for really, you are not, you are actually. So it means that forgiveness is rare. As gold is rare. And what do they call gold? Precious. I don't know if I'm complicated. Huh? I'm not cheaper. What do they call gold? What do they call gold? Precious. And precious metals are rare. So if forgiveness is rare, it means that forgiveness is precious. If the ability to suffer long, to forbear is rare, it means that what is it? It's precious. If charity, the ability to endure all things, so it's rare. Then what is it? It's precious. So you are being blessed when they're instructing you for some of these things. Don't say, why always me? Yes, always me. Yes, always me. Come on, we'll wait on the banner this year. Amen. We will learn that the father this year will be the first to forgive. It's rare. We know it's rare. We know it's hard. That's why it's rare. When something is rare, it's hard. <laughs> because the best, don't, every time, every single time, ten times you have to, you will forgive and apologize. It's ten people, not one of them apologize. <laughs> so if you get me, it will be paying you. Why always me? But it's you. It's you. Hear me, it's you that are in the process of being made precious. You are the one who is in the process of being made precious. So yes, you. It should be you. Being made precious. And we know the reward of a precious soul is God. In him dwelleth what? The fullness of the God. Round up here. Let's let's pray. Let's pray. Let's turn into a burden of prayer. Let's find we we'll, you know we still can be continuing anyway. So let's turn to a burden of prayer.
Let's pray. Pray for our hearts today. Let's pray for our hearts today. Let's pray for our hearts today. Everywhere. 
vitu matanike nini ile tanika matanike mke nikama ile tanika matanike Let's begin to pray against every spirit of doubt. Every spirit of doubt. Zoshna Vazer 
Online as well for joining us, amen. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You 